0: Five,
1: four, three, two, one, zero,
0: ignition, liftoff. Look at them, madam. Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know
2: anything about
3: live from the las vegas post office this is the award-winning stamp show here today episode number 244 brought to you by the southern nevada philatelic research center a nonprofit 501 501c3 for the advancement of philately this is tom this This is is, oh oh, starting off the new year (laughs) this is cash this is scott this is mark happy new year i think the some of our people are still recovering <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and as and as the tradition, not sure which one that is. Still recovering from the new year, we review the upcoming stamp issues of 2020. Let's take a look.
1: Yeah, well, the, a vast array of pieces of paper with pictures on them.
3: Yeah.
0: Overall, I'm not a handsome bunch.
1: There are nope. some handsome stamps in it. Yeah. But overall, I have to agree with you. It's the same criticism we always have.
2: Yeah, well, they they hit two or three out of the park, and then the rest of them are just kind of duds.
1: Can we uh, start with our uh, traditional criticism of uh, the United States Post Office versus the Canadian Post Office? Go
2: right ahead.
1: Um, There's a couple of them, but the one that stands out the most is the Black Heritage Month. the Black Heritage stamp, which has Glenn Eiffel on it. Um well, we,
2: We've talked about this one before.
1: It, yeah, it's, again, it show. well, first of all, this is really a big stretch for a stamp because uh, she is on the stamp because, hold on, let me get this correct because it is really a stretch. Where is it? She became the first woman of African descent to host a national televised U.S. public affairs program. Now, let me point out that Max Robinson was the first black anchor, news person, and Carol Simpson was actually the first person to do what somebody would consider a uh, U.S. public affairs program. But they didn't have PBS. Lloyd DeVries' website on uh, Facebook has a conversation on this. And, you know, it, it really comes down to the general consensus is this is a stamp for PBS, not for black heritage. And the second thing, of course, is that it shows a picture of her, very attractive lady, says black history, she's definitely black, but it gives absolutely no hint as to why she is famous, none whatsoever. And in uh, Canada, they don't do this. In Canada, if she was a famous baker, they'd show her like in a bakery. They'd show her baking or with bread in her hand or something. This is just well, a lady if, on a stand. If
2: this was Canada, they'd show her behind a news desk with a microphone yeah, in her face or something. Exactly, right? uh, yeah. and a TV camera off on the on the edge
1: pointing at her. I mean, you would you would know that it was a newscast of some sort. The U.S. Post Office really has to get their act together on this stuff. They show people, and then it's like, guess what it is. However, there was a person who made a suggestion, and I I hope the post office is listening because this will make these thing these criticisms irrelevant. Is on the back you put a backstory of who it is. And you can literally call it a backstory because it's on the back of the stamp. (laughs) And they could have a really good thing advertising the backstory. I think that that would be a fantastic marketing tool and it would remove the problems here.
0: There are quite a few stamps that have uh, printing on the back.
1: Yeah, it's not difficult for them to do. They already do it. So what are your other favorites? Or your infamouses.
0: I like the celebrate stamp I think it's very festive looking yeah it's not it's not you know an incredible design but it's colorful and it's fun
1: they have some uh, great stamps coming up not one of or four of which are not the hip-hop stamps that are coming out
2: <laughs> oh yeah those
1: <laughs> those, those.
0: It looks like you're supposed to be wearing 3D glasses.
2: Yeah, the the first my first thought was, where's the? Do they come with 3D glasses? And then my second thought was, man, this is just horrible print registration for those colors. <laughs> and then I thought, hey, did they-, they really intend to do that? Because <laughs> <laughs> it really they really are ugly stamps.
1: Um, it says on the top, hip hop, and then underneath it, there are four of them. One of them says graffiti art, which. I'm kind of against graffiti unless somebody invites it to go. I think <laughs> a lot of people are. Yeah. B-boy, which I do not know what it is. MC, which I think I know what it is. And DJ, which is, I assume, just DJ. Man, you're dating yourself. <laughs> I know, but uh, the stamps have pictures of a girl, a guy standing on his hand, uh, a person singing and a person uh, playing records and they're printed in four colors and the colors don't match up. So it's green shifted off. It's red shifted off. And then it's black. And then of course you have an orange background on it. It's uh, they are
2: definitely not the most attractive
1: stamps. Who are they making it for?
2: Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean if you're going to go there, you might as well talk about the Voices of Harlem Renaissance. I mean it it's a bunch of people that I mean I you would never know that it's music related first of all.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, and 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 second of all, even if you recognize the names which I don't because I'm not into Harlem Renaissance jazz, uh I mean they're just ugly to begin with.
1: Well, the top one is definitely uh, Maya Rudolph from Bridesmaids. <laughs> Absolutely. That's her. It, they, it says Nella Larson, whoever nah, that is. But Maya Rudolph's
2: better looking than it's that. It's Maya Rudolph. She's better looking than that. They have so stylized the, backgrounds. Yeah, the third one down looks like a head floating in midair. <laughs> I mean, there's there's like no neck and nothing. I mean, at least the, the one that you said looks like Maya Rudolph, at least there's like a collar
1: that goes to, down to the bottom of the stamp. Yeah, it is, uh, and again, learn the lesson from Canada. If this was Harlem something, show Harlem Renaissance in the background, whatever that is. I mean, I'm not exactly sure what Harlem Renaissance even means. Then
3: how do you know that's not depicting Harlem Renaissance if you don't know what (laughs) it looks like?
1: Oh, you know, you have a really uh, really good
3: point there. This, so it, may, it may be a dead accurate depiction. <laughs>
2: right. on, on the other hand, you know you're, the criticism is completely opposite for the Arnold Palmer stamp, which actually shows Arnold Palmer with a golf club in his hand doing a swing. Yes, right. So you kind of know what that one is.
0: Yeah, even but, if you don't know the name Arnold Palmer, you know it's a golfer.
1: Yeah. Well, so, they did the same thing with, uh, um, oh, I forget the girl's name, who was the tennis player. Oh, Mo, Moe. Little, uh, Mo, little, Mo. little Mo. That's it. Little Moe. And it shows her hitting tennis, and it's like, I don't know who Little Moe is, but I know she's a tennis player, She's a, and she's famous, so she's on the stamp, so she's a famous tennis player. I can extrapolate that by looking at the stamp.
2: Right. Obviously, the main one is... Uh, it's nice, but uh, I think they could have gone with a better quality... This is a it's clearly was a painting instead of a, a right. photograph and personally when they do landscapes like that i prefer a, a photo a stamp that looks like a photograph um, that's just my preference
1: except for the priority stamps which look right. gorgeous the
2: priority and <laughs> yeah the priority and priority express uh, are great looking stamps again they're continuing the series and uh, absolutely have no complaints over those.
1: But those are drawn. So the question is, what's the different drawing style that they did with the priority stamps that they didn't do with the main stamp? Well, and the main stamp is not un- unattractive. No, I would just prefer a different style. It, it's like the. It's sort of like a pixelated picture. No, it has rougher edges. It 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 has. I mean, it doesn't have sort of the detail.
2: Yeah. You can tell it's more of a painting than... Yeah, it feels like a watercolor. Yeah. But anyway, that's just, uh, the main stamp is passable. Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of... It's not a, bo- uh,
1: a... I give it a B, a solid yeah. B. Yeah. I give the priorities an A, but A plus for me... Absolutely no question is the Mayflower in Plymouth Harbor. Oh, absolutely. That's, That's a nice a, stamp. Really stamp nice looking stamp. stamp. Gorgeous. It shows uh, the what we assume, obviously, is the Mayflower from the Pilgrims with the sun in the background casting like a red light as it's floating there. And it doesn't show it from the side. It shows it from the back going. And it
2: actually says Mayflower in Plymouth Harbor yeah. on the stamp. So it, you can't miss
1: what it's supposed to be it's an action stamp with great detail great color i mean just that red makes this ship just pluck out it it makes it stand out so well it's you it's in my opinion i'm going to guess that that's going to be the best stamp of the year
0: yeah i'd be curious to see what the mini sheet looks like yeah what they do in the borders yeah
2: now the women vote stamp, the 19th Amendment women vote stamp. I, I looked at that and my first reaction was, what communist country is that from?
1: <laughs> yeah, you're actually <laughs> The flags right. and
2: the workers lining up. <laughs> yeah, That's what it looked like to me. That was my immediate reaction to if that. If
1: this stamp was put out by the Republic of China and on the bottom it said, Mao is great, or something like that. It would fit right in.
2: Yeah, you just have to change the orange to red, and you'd be
1: right. <laughs> well, what flag is that anyway? It's, uh, it's a purple and orange flag with orange leaves, or those leaves orange stars. There? Stars, okay. Because if that's like the women's right to vote flag, and you know, I mean, they're
2: all wearing this uh, like a uniform with a sash with the three colors, the the purple, the gold, and the orange. And then they're all wearing hats. I mean, it, it literally looks like
1: yeah, copying communist, communist propaganda.
2: propaganda.
1: Then you know they have the year of the rat stamp, which is a very stylized Chinese stamp. You know they do good on that. Then it's speaking about mini sheets, you've got the uh, uh, the recreation outdoor recreation stamps. And, again, they're paintings, but they're not high-quality paintings like they have for uh, the priority stamps. They're sort of low-quality pixelated paintings.
2: Yeah, but I, I don't understand why you would need to have a painting, why you couldn't just take a, a, a photograph and, and design it off of a photograph. Yeah. I mean, that's what they did for the botanical gardens. or It says count, country, estate, and municipal gardens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those are nice. They're pretty stamps.
2: They're pretty stamps, but um, they look more like labels to me.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: they do. It's kind of hard to see. You know, once you realize it's you know, garden, botanical gardens type things, but uh, you kind of get it. But there's uh, there's one or two in there that that look really decent in my opinion. And the rest of them are just a little bit too busy.
1: Yeah. You know what's going to be interesting on these is, you know, we were talking about misregistration of color. Oh. If these have any misregistration of color, if these aren't printed precisely, they're going to look fuzzy and weird and because they're so And you know, and so you know that is
2: a constant problem with, with U.S. stamps. Yeah. They, very difficult for them to get the print
1: registration correct. This will be interesting to see what the print quality on it is. That's another thing that
2: uh, I think we ought to bash the USPS on, is they they need to have better standards for their printers, their print contractors. Oh, I'm sure they have. On color registration. I mean, because you look at the color registration on, on most stamps printed overseas, and we can go back to Canada, but that, you know... It applies to Great Britain, France, Germany. Go down the list. Uh, The print registration, getting that color quality, uh, is so much better for these other countries.
1: Oh, and Britain, don't think we're leaving you out because you are up there with Canada. It's just that Canada uh, put out a stamp that they are advertising, or excuse me, a mini-sheet, and it's called Far and Wide, and it shows a lot of the views of Canada, and it is a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous little sheet, and so that's why I'm. We're saying Canada, Britain also makes fantastic stamps. United States makes fantastic stamps. It's just this Occasionally. is our, this is our <laughs> annual. Come on, uh, United States, you, you you can do better than this. Yeah, the wedding stamps look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: but are they really necessary?
0: Eh, yeah, it's 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 a it's an annual thing. Um, they just put different corsages and boutonnieres and stuff. They're pretty, and they look great on a wedding envelope.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and, and the Earth Day stamp. I mean, you know, you don't expect anything for Earth Day. So yeah. but Earth Day, so Day they stamps show like have a, always
2: been kind of cartoonish anyway. Yeah, yeah. My kid can draw that kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, you
1: know, it's always been a
2: young person's kind of deal. And uh, uh, to me, the, the Earth Day stamp is really kind of just appropriate. And then they, they're going for, to, for the subject,
1: and then they're going to have booklets for uh, flowers, like they always have. You know, for just retail customers. Yeah, it's like why? Yeah, it's for the grandma set. <laughs> you know, that is one thing interesting though. They don't actually have a f- new flag coming out.
2: Uh, they probably will, is my guess, or they'll just reuse the same design and, yeah. and do new printing. Um. I mean we didn't touch on the love stamp or the celebrate stamp or the thank you stamp, yeah. which I, I think uh have oh, been quite th- which overdone. one is a
1: thank the thank you stamp.
2: That's the one that looks like yeah, the Eid four stamps. Four different colors. It looks it's... like the Eid stamps with the just the weird
1: What the heck? Yeah. From a distance you uh Scott is sitting two and a half feet away from me. He held it up. They look like boxes with nothing in them. I mean, this is... This it's is a, a fine
2: gold filigree, and it's so fancy and so yeah.
1: odd-looking. When you held it up...
2: Re- it's hard to read. I couldn't see And at see a distance, it. You can't, it's, it's hard to see yeah, there, because there's not a lot of contrast with the background colors.
1: It's a red, a green, a light blue, and a dark blue box is what it looked like when you held it up. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah, not a lot to recommend those stamps.
1: Definitely not.
2: Let's see what else haven't we touched on?
1: So, yeah. what, what do you think are the best stamps that are coming out? I mean, I have my opinion and I think I've already said it.
2: Well, obviously, the Mayflower stamp and the priority stamps. Yeah. And uh, I actually like the Arnold Palmer stamp.
1: Yeah. I'd yeah. say that's the top four that that are here that we're looking at yeah Yeah.
0: and despite the despite the fact that it's a pbs stamp the gwen eiffel stamp is a striking looking stamp yeah yeah it really stands out
1: it's it's just uh it was interesting because i was watching you know we come from california i was watching the history of long beach
2: No, you come from California.
1: Well, okay. I came from California. Actually, I came from Massachusetts. But (laughs) we we were prior in California. And I was watching this uh, thing from 1953, Long Beach. And Long Beach had the Miss Universe contest. And so it got me on the computer, and I was pulling up Miss Universe stamps. And a lot of countries make Miss Universe stamps, and they look exactly like this. Except it says Miss Universe, so you expect, ah, pretty girl, who cares about what else? Miss Universe. That's sort of what this Glenn, if they said Glenn Eiffel and, you know, took a... Gwen, not Glenn. oh Gwen. Yep. If, if they took this picture and said, you know, I don't know, it wouldn't be Miss Universe, it would be, you know, Miss Something. And they just said Miss Something instead of Black Heritage... You know, you go, oh, okay, she won some award for some beauty contest. But that's not it. And so I just think that, what was the one where we had the girl with the pearls that when Lothar was talking about it? The two Black Heritage stamps ago? I mean, they just have this... The purple dress. Yeah, they have this terrible (laughs) thing and they... Only, it's very memorable. <laughs> they only do it with uh-huh. Black Heritage. Stop. They deserve, they, I'm sorry. Black Heritage stamps deserve more than this. Absolutely. This is, this is foolish to just do this. Make the stamps attractive and make, you know, put Bass Reeves on one. We talked about Bass Reeves. I just reposted the Bass Reeves one. Actually, I heard a rumor they might be actually doing a movie about Bass Reeves. I heard that it not only is a rumor, but it's coming out in like the middle of January.
2: That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. So that, uh, the communist women vote stamp. People in Hollywood must have listened to our podcast. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Well, we know the post office does. And uh, I think the post office stopped retweeting our podcast because we criticize their stamps. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but we're equal opportunity bashers
2: yeah i mean if if uh you know if the stamps of another country looked crappy we'd
1: probably say something we are in the united states so we comment on u.s stamps more than anything yes we comment on british and canadian stamps but that's only because they're just eye-poppingly great well can and canada's a neighbor well, Mexico's a neighbor. We never mentioned Mexican stamps. Yeah, but they don't have stamps that look as good as Canada. That's that's true. I mean, I remember the I remember that the year that they put out the uh I think we share dress.
2: we share a little bit more culturally with Canada than we do with Mexico at least where I'm from in the northern part of the country we do. Um but uh, I know in the southwest there's a lot of cultural similarities
1: yeah. between us and Mexico, but you know, um, that's one thing. They don't have a Mexican heritage stamp coming out. They usually do. Well, as usual, I'm sure this is not
2: the entire run of stamps to be issued throughout the year because they generally average about one a week. Yeah. And this is nowhere near 50 stamps.
1: They also don't have anything historic except for women vote. Uh, and arguably well, the, the wo- Oh, yeah, of course. I take that back. Okay. Other than the Mayflower and the women vote, there isn't very much historical here though. That's
2: that's another thing I'd like to bash the USPS about. I'd like to see a couple more historical, historically relevant issues each year. I'm not saying do away with all of them and just go with history, but um, which is kind of, where we were for a while.
1: But uh, I'd like to see a, a couple more historically relevant uh stamps. I think that we really screwed the pooch by not putting out an end of World War One stamp. I thought that was a well, they, glaring they a, oversight. They had they had a World War One stamp. It was a yeah. World
2: War One stamp,
1: it just wasn't it well it wasn't issued of, it wasn't issued when we went into the war. It wasn't issued at the end. Yeah. I, would have, I would have appreciated it more if they had issued that stamp on November 11th yeah, and just said, okay, here's our World War I stamp. But they issued it in March, which I guess was when the first troops arrived or something like that. It was some nothing part of World War I. And then they totally ignored the end. I'd have liked to have seen an AEF stamp. An yeah. Expeditionary Forces stamp.
2: Uh, Because I I think the military subject would have done well. It would have commemorated our participation in the war. And uh, I I just think it would have been a popular stamp. Yeah. Or a defeat of ISIS stamp.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hadn't been five years yet.
0: It's one of our longest military campaigns.
1: Yeah, but also uh, it's impossible to defeat ISIS. Because you're going to have like one guy, yeah, because some place it's, not, it's say, not a country, it's an here. idea, yeah, right?
2: yeah. And and that's, I mean, if you go political, that's that's the problem with
1: trying to fight it, yeah. It's like, when did the Indian Wars stop? It's like, well, arguably never, <laughs> you know, it's, so uh, yeah, so g- grab your lens if you're not a subscriber to lens, subscribe to lens uh subscribe to their hard copy though save yourself some money and also the ap you get
2: a digital copy with the hard copy so
1: and also the american philatelist uh shout out to uh the aps you know a great organization everybody listening should be a member of the aps and you'll be able to see the uh pictures of the stamps that are coming out that we're discussing and Give us an email. Tell us what you think. Are we harping on the stamps too much? Or... Well, that's another thing. It used to be
2: that the post office would send press release photos to large newspapers, and it would ap- appear in your local newspaper. Yeah. I mean, they don't even do that. Any- they haven't done that in
3: years. But who reads the local newspaper anymore? Well,
2: not anymore with the Internet.
1: But, uh, but they don't put it on the Internet either. They don't put it on the Internet unless you go to their – actually, they don't even put it on their own site. Lloyd DeVries uh, with his virtual stamp, uh, virtual stamp stamp club club on Facebook. That's where you, uh, will see the quote unquote press releases. But I have a funny feeling that Lloyd actually goes out there and hunts them down. They don't send them to him. He goes, Oh, look at what I saw. Yeah. Or he picks them off of Lynn's website. Or, yeah. I mean, Lens is good. Lens is good. Yeah, that uh, if
2: lens wasn't around, there'd be a lot less uh, information coming out. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, they, the the mag, the newspaper, lens has
1: has gotten very thin uh, over the last few years. But uh, well, that's why you say to get the uh, the thick one, the monthly, not the weekly. Right. Because the weeklies are, you know, they're like. 30 pages, it seems like, and uh, 20 of them are advertising.
2: Yeah, well, the advertisers are paying for it.
1: Yeah, well, obviously, they're making enough money to have it still come out. I remember when it, I mean,
2: excuse me, even just a couple years ago,
1: it used to be 60 or more pages. Oh, yeah, every Every week. Every week. Yeah. I think that with the competition from the internet, you know, people aren't willing to pay for dead trees anymore. Well, you can get just a digital
2: subscription yeah. too, which uh, you know I'm not sure. I haven't checked, but uh, I'm not sure if it's the same price as getting the the hard copy.
1: But uh, you get it as soon as it comes out. Well, the harsh part there is that it's very difficult to charge for internet advertising on digital publications, and uh, whereas print publications. It's a definite market change. Well, there, on the, on the a digital, a lot of people the, are trying to figure out how to make money off the internet, but and they the, haven't On not. the digital
2: copy, a lot of the advertisers put uh, have hyperlinks. Yeah, so you can just click on click on their ad and go to the, the advertiser.
3: So that is a positive thing with the uh, digital edition. Lens digital also um, it comes to you via email. And yes. you get a lot of emails from their advertisers that have nothing to do with actually Lin's.
1: No, that's a big drawback.
3: Yes, because I have the digital subscription.
1: <clears throat>
3: and I n- almost never read it because it's difficult to navigate and actually find stuff. It's not done like an ebook or something. Right. It's like, here's the headlines, and you can click, read a story, go back, click, read a story, go back. At least that's been my experience with it. I Maybe I'm doing it wrong, but I don't know.
1: Well, I don't know. I, I read differently. I look for the pictures to draw my attention, and then I will read the first couple paragraphs. And generally speaking, you get about 95% of the story in the first three paragraphs. And then the rest of it is kind of filler.
3: I, I, wa- I wanted to do it because I wanted to be able to look in the digital su- subscription on the monthlies to see – the new issues from other countries when they issued Scott numbers. That's true. I've never seen one in two years. Oh, I, have been, I have not been able to find the new issues in my digital subscription. Not um, once.
0: Wow. Yeah, those are in the thicker um, Those like, are in the monthlies. It, yeah.
3: The oh in the monthlies are easier. The, the yeah. digital subscription should be including that. Right. right? And if it doesn't What's huh. the point? Or if they're making it that difficult to find. Like I said, it's not it's not written like an ebook. You can't open this latest issue of lens and compare it to what you get from them in your email. They're just not apples to apples.
1: Well, the internet is still relatively new and people are still trying to figure out how to monetize it. And there are very few Talk to
3: Facebook. I think they figured it out.
1: Yeah. But Facebook again is one site and they, they are making a lot of money, but their advertising, it's turning out isn't very good either. So they're the best, but they're still not good. And it's going to take a while for people to figure out exactly how do you market to people so that you can do advertising and charge for it. Like I said, the monetization of the internet is still a baby that they're trying to decipher and figure out. Anything else? That's it for me. Check out Linz though, because they do have the good. Uh, go online, look at them. Uh, look at the stamps that are coming out. Give us your opinion.
3: Well, next week we'll be discussing depreciated currency. You couldn't use U.S. money to pay U.S. postage. Stay tuned. You have been listening to Stamp Show here today, episode number 244. This was Tom. This was Scott. This was Cash. This was Mark. They still can't figure it out. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep collecting.
1: Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.